Okay, so we're ready to do part three on history of uh, the vampire. In the Peter Plagojowitz account, they don't mention wounds or anything like that, but they see the blood on the corpse and go, he's been drinking blood. So I think it was just a matter of, you know, the vampire was somehow getting blood. People are getting sick. That's how they're, that's the mechanism from their, they're doing it. And they didn't necessarily need to explain it, especially sort of when there was this kind of hysteria going on. Now, what about, and I've got one last quick question, probably the best one of the night, uh, shape shifting into a bat. Where, where, where did that come from? Um, so, um, vampires were, were, there are a number of beliefs surrounding vampires turning into animals. Uh, turning into a bat is virtually unheard of in folklore. For the longest while, it was thought that Stoker had invented it. Mm-hmm. Um, in my re- in my research, I found a scholarly article that that identified like a couple literary um, uh, precursors and like a couple uh, folkloric references. Um, but it's it's practically it's practically non-existent. Vampires turning into bats. It was, um, if not invented by Stoker, it was certainly popularized by him. Which I know is surprising because we tend to associate bats with she the night and all that stuff. But for some reason, it, it just wasn't. It was and wasn't really a, a big part of folklore, folklore at all. Practically not there. Now, who are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'll just be. <laughs> I'll just be myself, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm scared. Why is it? I, I mean, uh, that being a vampire on Halloween, I've done it so many times. It's like the go-to, right? It's uh, oh yeah, it's it's one of the classics, right? You got vampire, werewolf, like witch and mummy. Like maybe those are like the those those are the big ones. I I, I was a vampire uh, as a as a child. Uh, I think I had like a little Dracula medallion and the plastic teeth and all that stuff. Um, I, you know, I just think the vampire, it just sort of resonates with us. And it, um, I think it resonates with people. It changed, The vampire has changed and, and adapted over time through different literary works and movies and stuff like that. So it sort of evolves to sort of always be relevant for us. And I think that's why it's still very much sort of part of the culture. And that's why people still like dressing up as vampires even today. AP Sylvia, what a great conversation tonight. Thank you for everything. Of course, your website is uh, locationsoflore.com. The links are over at jimmychurchradio.com. Where can everybody go and get your book? You can find my book um, on sort of all the major online booksellers, uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, last time I checked, uh, some, some different Barnes & Noble locations uh, had my book in stock. Um, so you, you might want to you could potentially check to see if your if your local store has it. Uh, if you're if a you know local independent bookstore, you can ask them to, to get it in for you as well. Um, so it's 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 out there, and there's a number of different ways to, to to grab it. Yeah, thank you for the conversation tonight, and I look forward to our next one. Good job. Oh, thank man. you so much. AP Sylvia, thank you so much, and again the the links for AP. Are right there at jimmychurchradio.com locationsoflore.com now uh, as i head to the break tons of uh, tech platforms right now have stopped their covid19 relief discounts but not virtual shield virtual shield continues to offer its loyal customers a whopping 50 per- okay the next 15 minutes is about i think uh 
advertisement, so I'm not going to go through all that. <laughs> so anyway, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it was fun for for Halloween. Um, we'll just stop everybody.